Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging, the podcast where you and your church will find answers to the difficult questions that arise as we grow older. On behalf of the Baptist Home, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams. Welcome to Biblical Perspectives on Aging. This week is the third and final part of a three-part interview with Dr. David Sundeen on the new Baptist Homes Hospice Ministry. If you've missed the previous weeks, the first part of this was about getting to know Dr. Sundeen and a little information about the new hospice ministry. In part two, we talked about how the Baptist Homes Hospice is helping to prepare people to be home safe. And in part three today, we are going to discuss where Dr. Sundin believes that the ministry could be five to ten years from now. To ensure that you are up to date on all the episodes of the podcast, don't forget to click subscribe to hear more great conversations on applying biblical principles to aging issues. Here is the final part of this interview with Dr. David Sundin. So you've shared already, David, a little bit about what you're doing now mm-hmm. and even what you're going to be doing in the future, directing, mm-hmm. uh, e- even being the spiritual care director for now, and then right. kind of handing that yep. off as you grow. Project five years out. What, what is okay. what is David Sundin doing? What is Baptist Hospice, the uh, Baptist Home Hospice, look yes. like uh, yes. five to ten years out? Okay, well, ultimately... <clears throat> What I'm working on right now is to make sure that every one of our nursing homes has um, available hospice program from Baptist Homes, okay? And we want to be able to, I'm going back to my church planting uh, terminology, but we want to be able to plant hospice programs so that uh, everybody in Missouri can have access to Baptist Homes Hospice. There's a certain, there, you know, wherever you're located, you can go out a certain distance and you can go into certain counties depending on how they line up and there's all these regulations. But my goal is to, is to, um, continue to start new hospice programs around the state so that every, and this isn't limited just to Southern Baptists, Okay, but I want to make sure that every Missouri Southern Baptist, when they come to the point where they um, want to or, or need hospice care, that they will be able, no matter where they live in Missouri, they will be able to turn to Baptist Home Hospice and we will be able to take care of them. I don't know, Andy, if that's uh, possible in five years, but I know it's possible in 10. Okay. Um, and so we will be able to get this done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, the whole idea of partnering with our churches and, you know, partnering with Missouri Baptist Convention. Oh, that just being back there with them and the support and, and all. Um, it's, it is a, it's quite a task, but I see that we are going to not only be able to, to, um, not only be able to have these hospices, but when you look at our churches and you see all the medical people within our churches, sure, sure. all right, now I want to be able to give them an option to be working in a competitive medical field with competitive benefits and all of that, but working under the umbrella 
of Baptist Homes Healthcare Ministries. So they are working for an unashamedly Christian organization. They can work anywhere. We know that. But we want to draw people who have servant hearts and who want to want who, who wants their job to be more than just taking care of the medical. They want to be part of the process where, yes, they're taking care of physical needs, but they also have their fingers in and a ministry to the spiritual needs of, of those people. And so five, ten years, um, don't know where we'll all be yet. But I know, I know some of the places we will absolutely be, but we want to strategically put our hospices so that we have the ability to reach out, whether it's crossing the, you know, I mean, just in, in our radius that we can work to be able to cover uh, every Missouri Baptist. Um, and of course, there, there will be other people, too, who sure. come in. But I'm really committed to Missouri Southern Baptist so that they can have hospice available to them through Baptist Home Health uh, Hospice and Baptist Homes Healthcare Ministries. What, um, so again, as you've, you've already indicated in that last answer, it will be available to anyone. Uh, and I know you're still going through paperwork and all the hoops, as you've mentioned, 10 to 12 months out before anything is really final and, and you're real, truly able to, to mm -hmm. begin to grow from this process. Do you have any idea right now, you shared a little bit of this early, but, but what will allow somebody to qualify to get hospice? Uh, obviously, if, if they're in the facility, you're going to take care of that automatically. Mm -hmm. You know, and you mentioned the six months of life and, mm -hmm. and some other mm -hmm. factors. But just generally speaking, if somebody was in their home and said, you know, I'm not going to be in the Baptist home portion, right. but I want to receive hospice just just kind of generally at this point what are your thoughts okay how somebody would would qualify sure absolutely that? so um any person who is having health problems that i mean it doesn't and this not necessarily just older people okay uh, so i i want uh, our listeners to realize that this could be a 20 year old or a 30 year old <clears throat> all right that needs to go into hospice uh, for various reasons but <clears throat> When you're working with your medical person, your doctors and your nurses and all, and it comes down to the point where they're saying to you, there really is, you got to make a choice. Um, either there's nothing more that we can do for you, or we can continue to do these things, but you need to decide on quality of life what you want to do. <clears throat> so, um, when when you're talking with your doctors about this, these are things which are automatically going to come up. All right, doctors are trained in this; they understand this, and they uh, the medical personnel that you are working with, normal on your normal basis, they they should be talking to you about your options, and one of those options is hospice. And when they dis determine that that really we need to stop trying to make you better we need to keep you comfortable because you if this as this disease progresses you have six months or less hospice automatically comes into the program all right then they will then at that point the person who wants to go into hospice has a choice of a lot of different hospice programs so we need to be out there with baptist homes hospice letting them know that we're available but when they choose 
if when they choose a hospice program, whatever it is, then the hospice program comes in, confirms with the doctors and all and and all of that, and then they set up a program. And it's it's pretty. I mean, it's it's like clockwork. Mm -hmm. They know exactly what needs to be done, exactly when, all the paperwork, all of that. Um, you know, there's legal issues that. <clears throat> that uh, counselors talk with the family about about wills and and you know uh do not resuscitate uh those those type of things they deal with all of that be because we know that that when you come to that point in your life or you come to that point in the life of your loved one you you don't need to be trying to figure this all out yourself because it's already figured out for you. You just need to be presented with the options and then choose your options, what you want to do, and then move forward, not having to worry about the finances of it, not having to worry about all the, you know, who's going to bring the bed and who, where do we get a wheelchair? Where do we get the lift? All that's taken care of. So, um, but once a doctor uh, certifies that the prog, that um, there is, six months or less to live, then hospice can kick in. And uh, hospice then working with, of course, the, the government with Medicaid um, also then pays. So it's a, it's a big relief off of the family because they no longer have to, they don't have to pay for any of this. All right. If they're, you know, Medicaid comes in and takes care mm -hmm. of this, um, and if they last more than six months, that's okay. They can be recertified. Uh, sometimes people go into hospice and amazingly, they get to get out of hospice. Um, God has done something or something has happened and they get off of hospice. They may go back later, but they're no longer on hospice because they've somehow gotten better, you know? Um, but most of the time, uh, Honestly, people wait too long to be okay. on hospice. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> they wait. And, you know, sometimes people come into hospice and they're only in hospice for two or three days. Yeah. And they could have been being taken care of and had their needs met way before this. So that's just a part of the educational program that we're going to be having. And that's one of the things that we will be providing with uh, Baptist Homes healthcare ministries, the education that we provide to our churches, we're, we're going to have people who can come to your church and talk about the hospice program. Okay. Uh, I've told pastors, I said, you may not want, you may not find it, um, uh, the av av availability for me to come in and preach to your congregation, but I can come in and talk to your, your uh, senior adult Sunday school class. I'd be glad to do that and talk to them because they're the ones that are more interested in hospice because they're the ones that realize, yeah, I'm probably, uh, I, I may use this or right. I have someone. Statistically, I'm closer. <clears throat> Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean a 20-year-old can't be in it, but, you know, a 90-year-old that's uh, having failing health is thinking way more about mm -hmm what's going to happen in the future than a 20 year old is. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, but we were available to come and talk to your churches, your, your, are you available now even? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Okay. Now um, the thing that I would, 
I would tell them is, um, I can tell you about it and I can tell you what's coming, but you gotta, you gotta hang in there because we're not, we're. And again, give us kind of a date. What, what's your projection? Understanding it's a projection. Right. Lots of hoops left, right. left to go. But. I believe that, um, if, if we sit down one year from now, not only will we have been dealing with patients, but we will have all of our certifications and everything will be a full-blown hospice program. And the first one is starting in the Smithville area. And once, because we're tying in with the, the campus at Smithville, which is going to be a, um, you know, a veterans home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to tie in their office there. Um, I office in Jefferson city and I also going to, I'm officing in Smithville. Uh, right now, I'm not, I don't have an office there because they're remodeling it, you know, and so we don't, uh, I don't actually go there for my office work, but that'll be our first hospice. And that one will be, uh, you know, 10 months uh, to get up and running from now. Uh, But then after that, I think that our next ones will go much quicker. We'll already have done the paperwork and the different things, and it's just going through some of the just new lo- different locations. Okay. So within five years, we should have many um, hospice programs around with 10 years. Like I said earlier, I'm hoping to be able to cover every Missouri Southern Baptist in the state so they have access. Okay. Okay. Um, we've covered a wide range of yep. things generally. Anything else that I haven't asked you that you think you would like to share today with those who are watching or listening? Yeah, I would say that I I know that there's a lot of senior adults who are in our churches who um, they they've kind of sat down and they've said, you know, I've put in my time. I don't have the energy to keep up with those kids in Sunday school. Uh, I don't have have um i just they look at the opportunities for service in the local church and they say you know i just i just don't feel like i want to be a part of that anymore and a lot of them just sit down and are not doing much in ministry um but when it comes to the hospice we're going to need i mean we're going to need prayer warriors All right. We are going to need people to just take care of their own. We're going to need volunteers. And it's not like it's not like you have to be there, you know, every day or every week. But we just need a corpus of volunteers that our volunteer coordinator will be able to call on. And especially being willing to serve the own, your own members in your own church with some volunteer work and that ministry outside the walls of the church. That's what I, I just want to say to people. You've served the Lord and you've served the Lord faithfully. And I don't want you to be sitting back and thinking, oh, these old bones, you know, I'm just dried and shriveled up. Um, God still has a ministry for you. And one of those areas will be in the area of hospital, I mean, uh, hospice ministry. Sometimes it could be in the hospital. Sometimes it could be in a nursing home. Sometimes it could be at their home. But you still have the ability just to be a friend and to say kind words and read scripture, sing hymns, uh, bring a meal, just different things to help 
minister to the family as they're going through the hospice time. Yeah, that's good. Prayer, uh, obviously, as you just mentioned, mm-hmm. long-term prayer for those people and, and for those, especially that generation that knows how to pray, that, that needs to teach us younger, you know, how to pray uh, more effectively and whatnot. But what are some things right now that those listening could pray for David Sundin, for Baptist Homes sure. Hospice in general? What, what are some prayer requests you would share? Okay. Remember, and I know you've, 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 people have talked about this before, but 20 years ago, the Baptist Homes left the Missouri Baptist Convention. And when that happened, a lot of people, they quit praying for, they quit supporting, they quit thinking about the Baptist Homes. But now that Baptist Homes is back, um, we're asking you to pick up, all right? You used to be concerned. You used to get our information. You used to pray for us and all. We want you to start that. But we also want you to be excited about this and, but, and you know, to be talking about it with, with people because we have a generation out there that in our Missouri Baptist churches who do not know about the ministry of Baptist Homes. All right. That's true. That is true. You know, for 20 years, there was, there was, they were separate. And now Baptist Homes is back. And we need to educate a lot of people who've never even heard about them before. And so I would say, you know, get the newsletters, um, get the magazine, uh, look to see and just, just pray, pray about Baptist Homes Healthcare Ministries in their expansion, pray for the staff, pray for all of that. There is a transition going on right now um, and growth, and that always brings need for prayer. Uh, Pray specifically for Baptist Homes Hospice, that we will be able, right now, I mean, even start right now, pray for the process as we're going through it. Pray that God will bring me, because I mean, I have to have medical directors. I have to have directors of nursing. I have to have nurses' aides. I have to have all these people. We're not ready to start hiring them now, but when we're ready, we need God to just open up the doors and show us the people, and I know they're going to come from our churches. So just be, maybe you're a medical person right now, and you're listening to this, and you've made it all the way through the end of this podcast, and you're thinking, hey, when this thing goes, I want to look into it. Pray about your um, work in it. But just lift us up in prayer. Ask God to open the doors and open the windows and make the path straight so that we know where to go, what to do, how to do it, and that we have favor with all the agencies that we need to work with so that we can provide this ministry and this service to Missouri Southern Baptists and beyond. Dr. Sundin, I appreciate your time today, and I'm I'm sure when we get down the road somewhere, we're going to have you back on to give us an update. Anytime. Uh, Yeah. So again, thank you for your time today. You are welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us for this interview today. The Baptist Home has provided Christ-like care to the aging since 1913. To learn more about the biblically informed resources and solutions provided by the Baptist Home, go to www. Dot the Baptist Home, that's all one word, dot org. Again, www. 
www.thebaptisthome.org. You will find links to previous podcasts, a growing number of church resources, and detailed information about residential and long-term care communities. Until next time, this is your host, Dr. Andy Brams, asking you to be a voice for the aging.